Radio Newark, the home of Radio Newark Sport. Weeknights from 7. Radio Newark Sport. Brought to you with Smith's Timber Merchants. For all your fencing, decking and DIY needs on Appleton Gate, Newark. Visit smithstimber.co.uk. Tonight, Nina Bradley is in Sport HQ. Dave joins us with all the not fast news and Megan talk about another busy weekend at Suggy's Gym. Hi, Mick Bradley. He's back. And on FM and DAB, this is Radio New at Sport. And these are your local headlines. Newark Golf Club Senior Section was able to present Newark Bowman House Community Hospice with a cheque for more than £3,300 following the hugely successful Hole-in-One Charity Day that we told you about last week. 79 players paid £10 each to try and win the star prize of a £30,000 car for the ace on the 15th hole. However, no fairy tale outcome for the fifth year running. They took the car back to Grantham. Closest of anybody, Peter Trafford. Five foot away from the pin. He had to settle for a bottle of malt whiskey instead. It was round two of the National Cyclocross Trophy Series on Saturday for Zoe Codd and a trip to Kendall in Cumbria. Saw an excellent eighth place finish in the 40-49 class for the Flintham Velo Club star. And well done to Newark strider Steve Martin who took on the marathon distance for the third time on Sunday. This time at Chester. Four hours, 14 minutes and 48 seconds. And another rainy Sunday. Every Sunday's a rainy Sunday these days. New York tennis clubs had two sides out managing to beat the weather. The ladies were on court in the afternoon at Cornton and wanted to make it six wins from six matches and succeeded with an excellent scoreline of 10-2. The men, though, lost a tight match with David Lloyd West Bridgeford. The ladies cannot be knocked off the top of the league. They are the champions. The men remain in second place. The results have got to go their way if they're going to get promoted. And last night's football saw Daryl Price make his debut for Harrowby United in their 3-1 victory over Rushton and Hyam. And surprise, surprise, he scored... Wouldn't expect anything else from Darrell, really, would you? Grantham, on the other hand, had a night to forget. Last week, they lost 4-0 in midweek. This week, they went to Buxton. They lost 7-0. Couple of quick stories before we... um... Can I just tell a quick story? No. There's a lovely picture on Facebook of Darrell and uh, his... uh, his, his uh, new or, or, or recent baby daughter and someone had put on Facebook wow she's massive isn't she and I thought to myself I can't put no it's because she's next to Daryl you said that <laughs> I didn't um, 
a snooker story. We don't talk about snooker very often in here, do we? Because no. we are a sports show. Um, <laughs> former world champion Neil Robertson had to forfeit his World Open qualifier last Friday because he drove to the wrong Barnsley. We're going to mention Barnsley a bit later on. Uh, he drove to the wrong Barnsley. The Australian who lives in Cambridge accidentally set his sat nav for the village of Barnsley in Gloucestershire. However, of course, the qualifiers were held at Barnsley Metrodome in Yorkshire, 170 miles away. By the time he realised his error, um, his error, it was too late, and he had to withdraw, sending Ian Burns through to the next round. Um. How the hell did you do that? <laughs> I, know, I didn't know that. I didn't know there could be two Barnsleys. <laughs> well, I'm surprised there's even one, but I, I certainly didn't know there was two. I, um, I, I used to work in Barnsley uh, before I went to the advertiser. I was deputy uh, sports editor at the Barnsley Chronicle, and I never knew there was another Barnsley in the country. He did well to find it. He did very well, didn't he? Hmm. Uh, quick one on the Rugby World Cup, because we like the Rugby World Cup on, on this show. Um, Wales had hell of a fight on the ranch before the beat Fiji. There was losing 10-0 and I think 17-14 at, at one stage, hmm. with more players in the sin bin than on the, than on the rugby pitch. Um, they won. They're through to the quarterfinals, but uh, Dan Bigger is going to miss the game for a head injury and Jonathan centre Jonathan Davis is also in trouble with a knee injury so mm. they won but at a cost and, and Scotland won yes um, they they put quite a lot past um, a very poor Russia side uh, they would have to be poor Scotland put a lot I'm past them I'm not going to make a big fuss about it because we've only beaten uh, Russia and Samoa so I'm not going to do a Nottingham Forest and say we're now going to win it you know just accept when you beat them you know <sighs> This means you need four points on Sunday in the game against Japan. Four points. Is it? That's what you've got to get for, for not. You've got to get. You've got to. Oh, get, oh sorry. Oh, you mean you mean a bonus point you win? You've got a bonus point win oh, to qualify, it. isn't it? So I, I thought you meant we could lose seventy. It, it points makes it, to it four. makes it for a, cra- a cracking match. Assuming, assuming Typhoon don't take over and nobody plays at the weekend. Yeah, I mean, it is typhoon season, which uh, makes it a great deal of sense to go and play the tournament in Japan. Yeah, but, um, a little bit of working out, doesn't it? But mm. hey-ho, hey I mean, it's been well supported, which is more than the athletics was. Oh, yeah. So, um, that's um, fantastic. Um, right, um, I'd love to say I've been looking forward to this for a long time, but I'm looking forward to it in the way that... Um, We've been looking forward to it for five shows, I'm, I'm which is not now here. I'm looking forward to I, I, actually <laughs> meeting Nina, but I, I think this is going to be a uh, a fairly serious night, but we're not very good at serious, which is why <laughs> I'm slightly worried. Um, <laughs> a, a very serious night, because 12 months ago, Nina was sitting oblivious to the fact that she was just about to become the Newark and Sherwood Sportsperson of the Year, and everything was absolutely perfect and moving forward and you know the boxing career was great and nina was smiling and everything was going right and what the real point of tonight probably is you don't know what's around the corner because 12 months on from that she's had probably the worst year of her (laughs) life but she's the wonderful person that nina is she's actually come into the studio tonight and she's actually prepared to talk about it and try and get a message over which is what we're going to do um in the next hour but she's thrown me and tony a little bit because <laughs> she she's coming tonight <laughs> and she's all smiles and she's giggles and she's hiding her face because she's gone red already and in, in my in don't my wind her up i've seen her box 
<laughs> but in 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 when you get to my age you've, you've seen all this before and why do young ladies go red and start looking <laughs> embarrassed and start giggling nina has um <laughs> has life improved over the last few weeks yeah it's yeah the last couple of months have um yeah it's it's going in the right direction yeah it's uh a few good things have started to happen good and uh, yeah. it's about time to let's be brutally honest yeah i, I was ready it's for about, it yes. i was ready for it um but it, it's lovely to see the smile <laughs> it, it is absolutely lovely can we the, go- main, the main thing that's, that comes good is eating in the, a bag of chips in the car isn't it <laughs> <laughs> being able to eat <laughs> um which you won't be at this rate <laughs> yeah 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 what you mustn't forget is we are in here with a champion boxer. Um, <laughs> let's go back to, to last March when um, it was the, the biggest fight that, that, that you had. Um, just let's go back to the memories of that because after that you made a big decision. Yeah. I mean, um, <clears throat> the fight there with Terry that we made there, um, I don't regret it. It was hard making weight. I had extra, near enough extra stone to lose. Um, and you make these decisions. It was a good fight at the time. I look back now and the fights that she's had from then. <laughs> did I do wrong? Did I do bad? Not really. I'd say I probably gave her one of the toughest fights of her career. Um, I, I got up. Yeah, I got put down. I think I went on my bum once. And I went between the legs once. But, you know... We got to the tenth round, a little bit disappointed. The rest stopped to with twenty seconds to go, but you know it was my health that was that was the concern. So, um, yeah, looking back there, I don't regret it. But since then, a lot's happened, and you know we have, you know we've we've we was making a comeback, obviously for certain reasons, um, but my health has to come first. So okay, that's. I've sort of got this listed in order. Um, yeah. You've just said he got beat. Yeah. Um, val- and valiantly, um, it was a hell of a performance. Um, and since then, she's gone on to major things, Looked hasn't her, she? Yeah, so, amazing. You know. and, 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 and the great thing is, if, if I've got it right, you, you, um, you're still good friends. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to a IBO world title. Um, I was there, um, watched her win. And it almost, when you watch her, you can say, I, d- I did good. I-, I did good. You know, so I wasn't, I'm not ashamed of what I did. I'm not, I'm not ashamed to lose. Um, but like I say, it's, I- I'm getting older. Getting old now. I'm, okay. 30, I'm 32 this month. Oh, that's old, is it? Yeah. Right. Tony, me and you decrepit. that. <laughs> dear dear um but not many people can say 32 and in love well no I'm, 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 I've, been, I've been married 34 years you've I'm, never said it have you I'm, I'm, I'm sure for the first two months i was in love um, <laughs> you see we turn the most serious subjects I know. but now i am going to get very serious yes because after the fight you decided that that was it 
Yeah. Hang the boots up, if that's the term. Yeah. Hang the gloves up, whatever. Um, that was your boxing career had run its course. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, and life was going to settle down and for an old 32-year-old. And, you know, you was going to... <laughs> put my um, feet up. Put your feet yeah. up and put your slippers on and life was going to be easy. Um, it never is easy. And um, your, your niece... Um, Grace Brocklesby, who was having a problems, yeah. and, and you can explain as much as you wish, was having a problems, um, you take over. So, obviously, I've, a lot of people know who came to some of my fights in Newark. Uh, there's a couple of shows I've done for Grace um, why she was, she was battling with anorexia. Um, it'd been going on of three years, and... I'd a couple of my fights I had done like you know all for grace um in you know trying to trying to give her that look, look I'm fighting for you so you fight as well sort of give her that bit of a boost um she was doing really well obviously <clears throat> I had my fight after the fight I did have a bit of memory loss I had a lot of swelling to the left side of my head so I had short term memory loss um shook myself away a bit and had the wrong people around me so I didn't connect with my family and tried to shut myself off. And but the last I spoke to my my sister, whose daughter it is, um, you know, she was doing well. She got a job at the co-op. She was biking to work, and she was doing good. So I, I was pleased with that. But I didn't get to see her. So I'd not seen her since before my fight. Um, and one on the fifth of June. I've woke up at like six in the morning. I've looked at my phone to see the time, and it was just calls and calls off my mum, my sisters, and then two messages. One was, You need to ring me now, off my sister, and the other one, my mum, saying, There's been some really sad news. Grace has passed away. Um, so, at this point, here, I've just gone into complete shock, and um, I found out that. Grace had took her life and jumped in front of a lorry on the Skegness Road after a bad meeting at the hospital uh, eight o'clock on the 5th of June. And, you know, it was almost like mum had literally wrote it in a message as that, 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 that was the message. So I'm reading this message like at six in the morning like, and it didn't register. I, d I didn't know what to do. Whether I was trying to scream, but nothing would come out. Um, and it kind of hits you like, wow, she actually wanted wanted to go. You know, all the time she tried. Would you know my sister had her in private care down in London? We thought she was doing well. Um, Taylor said she had the best week that we that she'd seen her over the last last couple of years it, she was happy she's going to work she was spending time with her little brother and like i say boom i was hit with this mm. and still struggling to come to terms with like i lost and i've got this head injury and now like i hadn't even been there for my family i was like Ugh. so it was a case of like i've had a lot of time to reflect and like now I want to make sure it, that awareness needs to be there because we all thought she was doing good mm. 
I'm, I'm going to let what Nina has just said sink in a little bit, and um, we're going to talk to Dave at, at, at Not Fast after the break, and then we're going to come back um, with Nina, and she's going to continue this story. Okay, it's Wednesday night, and um, Nina's our special guest in the studio, and uh, we're on a very serious subject tonight, and we're going to come back to that straight after this. But it is Not Fast time, and um, Dave Farger, no Leicester Marathon, because uh, you all got waterlogged off, but uh, I'm sure there's something that Not Fast got up to over the weekend, and Dave is here to tell us all about it. Over to you, mate. Thank you, Mick. Yeah, you're right, the uh, Leicester Marathon. A bit of a shame we had a few members uh, planning on running it, um, but I think they made up for it with a couple of races. So, starting out with the park runs, we had 31 club members over eight different park runs this week. Zana Perry was first in her age category at Zielona Gora Park Run in Poland. Um, a little bit more locally, Simon Locke ran the Felbrig 10K, that was in North Norfolk. Very wet and muddy race, I think all races were this weekend. He completed that in 46 minutes 41. Peter Lane, he ran the Coniston 10K trail race in 1 minute 11. A little bit longer distance, we had Faye Parker, Nikki Sherwood and Claire Wood. They ran the 17-mile Limestone Way trail race. Now, they had nearly 2,000 foot of ascent and all unimaginable trains. You've got mud, you've got water, you've got uh, asphalt, all the, all the types. Uh, Claire and Faye completed that in 3 hours 29.04. And Nikki just a little bit behind in 3 hours 32.40. Now, on to the bigger, um, not fast turnout. At the Syston 10K, we had, I think it was something like 36 club members running. Uh, now, out of a field of 200, that's quite a good percentage turnout. I won't go through all the uh, race results. A couple of standouts. We had uh, course PBs for Jim Lovett and Kim Etherington-Bates, and also Kim Etherington-Bates for second lady back. So really impressive running from um, Kim there. Uh, that's pretty much it for the last week in terms of races. Upcoming this weekend, I think there's a few different races. Stilton Stumble, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and also the Needham, Sue and Steve Needham, they're going to be in Chicago for the Chicago Marathon, um, not long after they did the Berlin Marathon a couple of weeks back. So, yeah, some some good results looking forward to next week, Nick. That's not bad, is it? The Berlin Marathon, then off to the Chicago Marathon. That, know, that's the way to do it. Isn't it just they get around more than me? <laughs> well, yeah, well, yeah, look at, yeah, looking at certain people, they're all the other in the country, but hey ho. <laughs> <laughs> and and why not? Um, I, I was talking to Graham last night at the, at the, um, on the Striders report, and we're saying that uh, you know you you set yourself up you, you, as organisers, like we do all do for the Newark Half Marathon, mm. and when it's totally out of your hands, sort of forty eight hours before the event, you've got to call the old thing off. It must be awful for the organisers. <laughs> it's heartbreaking, and you know I'm I'm part of the Newark Half Marathon committee as well, and there's always. Especially with the race, uh, the half marathon in August, there's always that thing, think of, what if it's too hot? Now, we don't know of any races, I think we discussed, we don't know of any races in the UK that have been called off due to heat. Um, but there's always that, there's always that fear, and the amount of effort and work that people put into it, just the volunteers, the stallholders, all the organising, it must be heartbreaking for the Leicester um, Half Marathon Committee. But looking at a lot of the comments on their Facebook page and on social media, you know, runners are quite a supportive community. 
there's understanding now. Obviously, you're going to get the odd one or two people that just want to have a moan because that's generally what some people do. Um, but, yeah, the running community is a very good one. It's a very supportive one. It's an inclusive one. Um, so I think people understand me. People really do. Well, there's certainly got no option on this one. It would turn into an aqua tri- um, triathlon, I think. It could have been a triathlon, yeah. <laughs> Especially for the shorter people, it would have been quite a deep swim. Yes, yeah, swim down the main street, yeah. <laughs> Dave, thank you so much. Lovely. And we'll, you catch you, we'll catch you up next week when you've all got some Stilton to, to sort of give away. Lovely. Cheers, OK, mate. thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. Dave Fardy there, uh, and not fast and we're here um, live on... Um, Radio North Sport with Nina Bradley in the studio and um to continue Nina where we was and um we we one of the things that's both Tony and I and, and particularly Tony champ champions is that over the past few years people now feel that they can come out and, and talk. Um and sport in particular was very good at hiding its individual problems um at all levels from professional down to you know what we call grassroots and grace's problems was anorexia but in a way that is also a mental health problem as well isn't it yeah um what would be your message i mean Nobody could help at the end of it. Nobody could help Grace, and and that's probably the worst possible thing to you know that gets on your mind. That could I have done something? Could we have done something? But yeah, um, I mean, like I say, it's it was a roughly around three years. She she was probably suffering. My sister did everything. She she paid for her to go away. She was in Harrogate, um, you know, in a special unit. Um, and at one point you'd believe that it was working and then she just wanted to be at home and then she'd she'd make her mum feel guilty for putting her there and it was really, really hard. I mean, at this point in her life, we actually thought she was doing well, she'd got a job, um, she'd left school uh, and, yeah, she, she was doing well. And so I think, obviously the way you know grace decided to take a life and you know we all say it's a very selfish thing to do um and you know even though grace has done it it is a very selfish thing to do but now with how the events obviously you know she had took overdoses and stuff before obviously she gets found she gets hospital treatment then she gets put into a section in it was a long long process and it's very saddening to see such a beautiful young woman who her future was bright and we all sit here and go I've got no money left this month or God this is this or I've got to go to work today and there's people out there suffering silently I I didn't I didn't know she was I'll I'll be honest I'm alright I was very close to Grace did I think that she was she meant it no and, and I'm, you know, I was probably the one of the harshest ones that would go in, see her in hospital and say, do you know how selfish you're being? You know, and I sit back now and think, she's where she wants to be. 
she didn't want to she didn't want to live she didn't want to be here as much as we look at her and go god she had everything she was beautiful nice family nice home she traveled the world with her mom everything but does that make everyone happy doesn't it doesn't it doesn't, doesn't. it's 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 very difficult to try and explain and talk through, which is why I'm going to let Tony have a time. Have a go. <laughs> <coughs> Excuse me. Well, basically, when I um, went through my the height of my mental health issues with anxiety and, and, and panic attacks, I was in Sorrento on a family holiday that cost me every bean I'd got in the bank. No, not not family holidays, but it was me and Lucy. Uh, the kids stayed at home. But, you know, it was a fantastic, gorgeous place. Yeah. And yet I just wanted to sort of be in a corner with a book and a beer on my own. Yeah. Or with Lucy being there, but I didn't want to talk. And she's going, what the hell's up here? You know, you, you, look, look at this. I mean, you, yeah. look, you looked out of the sort of hotel in the morning. And I think to to, um, to, to people who, who haven't gone through that then it is very very hard to explain that you're in paradise but that makes it worse yeah you know you like sort of everything seems to be hunky-dory but that tends to be when 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 the devils are kicking hardest doesn't it yeah i mean like you say we'll never understand grace's true thoughts she did talk to me i was probably the harshest one to her um and tried to be the the strong nina that yeah. i am and be a bit harsh on her and say stop being selfish what about your mum what about your little brother what about us Um and you know I always but then like that, like when I did my fights for her it was like she just had so much like she was so thankful Um like she just so she just everything about her is just a sweet sweet person but and it hurts that you couldn't make her see yeah. that and be happy but 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 that's a natural reaction for the hard as nails boxer anyway isn't it? <laughs> because it's like sort of good cop and bad cop you know if, if you've got mum going come here love and then auntie that's, nina come here yeah you know, i try, like, I okay, try and be tough but i've got <laughs> i have got quite a big heart actually yeah yeah and i seem to get hurt the most <laughs> yeah yeah that, that, that's normally the case that, 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 that is normally the case. i mean we'll, we'll, we'll come back again and and say but what 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 would Anybody listening to this show that's either got problems themselves or they know somebody who has a problem, you've, as they say, been there and got the T-shirt. What would your advice be, Nina? Talk, talk. Yeah. Don't don't sit at home. Don't do that. Don't do what Grace did. She 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 like ended up going on some chat sites for people with anorexia. Very nasty. The, I mean, the police have obviously had Grace's phone to make sure there was nothing, no one had said anything. Um, yeah, yeah. But the chat sites, like, the very nasty people on there. Yeah. And there's nas- there is nasty people in the world. Um, people have said so many horrible things. Um, obviously, Grace was was hit by a lorry. Um, and obviously, that, that it was fatal. Um, I mean, the stories that went round town, she had a letter for the driver... You know, it's so sad that people on other people's heartache yeah, still yeah. have to talk and make stories up. Well, there's um, there's an advert on national radio at the moment 
don't don't Google or whatever or don't, don't, yeah. don't, don't, if, if you've got cancer yeah. that's uh, how's it going to affect my sex life because you get thousands and millions of opinions yeah you got if you go to cancer research and the people who actually understand it they will sort of sit down and chat with you and the best thing you can do is talk to people who would actually know what they're on about not talk to facebook i mean i've already said to people anyone who's suffering if you need an ear you want me just to listen you want to rant at me i'm on facebook i'm on instagram message me and I'll be in, I'll be in here. I mean, I can't be there for Grace anymore, um, but I'll do everything I can to yeah, help yeah. anyone else that's suffering. But um, it's, 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 the, the, the way I we've talked about it countless times on here. The way I got over my problems was to not beer on the head, and and and, and that helped me. And when I sort of went on Facebook and said, you know, by going two hundred and forty days stone cold sober. I've, I've kicked the problems out the window. Yeah. Then people come on and say, well, I've got this issue, can you help me? And I always say, look, you know, there's no point talking on it. I'll sit down with you in, yeah. the, in the corner of a cafe or a pub or, you know, on a couch or something, and we'll talk face-to-face if you want me to. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm always there for anybody. That, that, that If you help one person, then the world's that, a better that's place. That's how I've it? said, if I can help and just even one person, mm. um, you know... That that's me giving back to Grace. Obviously, she's got her own little thing now called Be Graceful. Um, got some little pins of little bees, and my sister's doing a memorial garden for her because she don't want to have a grave, which is obviously yeah. understandable. She's only nineteen years old, yeah. and you shouldn't be burying your daughter. Exactly. So yeah. you know she's she's raising money for a memorial garden, so that can help. Not only family can go sit there. But people who are suffering can go there as a quiet place yeah, yeah. and collect their thoughts. You've mentioned the memorial garden, and um, if you take the story in its order, so to speak, um, you basically sort of change your mind about not boxing again, and you wanted to um, go again um, and basically box for for Grace. Yeah, um, and in the while you're doing this it would help raise funds for the memorial garden um interesting carl greaves the girl nina lost to was very very good boxer and went on to a world title but nina wasn't comfortable at the weight and had a lot of personal problems at the time now we have sat down and had a chat and we think the time is right to have another crack nina is still the commonwealth champion going forward we wanted to get a couple of wins and move towards defending that title Nina said, I'm not ready to hang my gloves up yet. I want to finish my career in a better way, a more positive way, for Grace's sake. So if we then take the story forward that you got back into training um, and as with boxing, before you got back in the ring, there was a health check. Yep. Talk us through the next bit. <laughs> it went from bad to worse. Um, no, we, you know, we went for our medical. Um, obviously, I had my fight. The, obviously, I knew that there was a short-term memory loss uh, due to swelling. So that was after my fight. Um, I was feeling good and well. My training was going well. Um, before I got back into camp, I did have another head injury to the front of my face due to another incident. Not boxing. So. You know, but I felt fine. Um, didn't think nothing of it. 
and we've gone to for the head scan everything went well um, the results come back and uh, they said there was changes to the scan um, so in order to pass to fight you then have to go for another test in Harley Street um, and I believe it would be like certain tests they do with you um, and if you pass that then you're fit to box um, and like Carl said to me he did it once, passed it went back and then when it got to the end of the year again he did his test again and they actually phoned him and said we think you should hang your gloves up so they do, you know, they do it in your favour. Um, so nothing, obviously, deadly serious because of what they're saying, we don't think you should box anymore. But there's changes from my last head scan. Um, was it this last injury that I had um, that wasn't to do with boxing? We don't know. But the decision was, I went away, sat and thought about I'd love to do it for Grace. I'm 32 this month. I have a ten-year-old, well, eleven-year-old boy, and I've got to think about, you know, the long-term effects. At the minute, I think there's still a little bit of brain left up in there. Um, so well, you're in here. <laughs> I managed, well, that's not helping the cause, is it? <laughs> I managed to find you lot. Um, so yeah, I, I, you know, we, we've, I think we've decided it's time to take a step back from boxing. And as people keep saying, you're too pretty to box, so I'm going to go with that one now. <laughs> oh, I'll go with that one. <laughs> How much of that was... Was that yet another kick in the teeth? Or was it, in some ways, possibly a, a relief that the decision had basically been made for you? Right, I'm going to show you how soft I am now. <laughs> I cried my eyes out. I still cry my eyes out now. Yeah, not only because I want to go back for Grace and it was going to be, um, you know, for Grace, but... Um, it, but it's we all, yeah, we all have... I, I, I used to struggle quite a lot with my anxiety. Um, and obviously, I live away from my family and with everything that's going on at the minute, I just want to be with my family and I can't. But the way I've got through my hard times is training is fighting everything goes into that I don't struggle to sleep at night everything's in my so since boxing's not been there I'm struggling to sleep I'm thinking about grace you get you get down you get sad but I've now got to find a different coping mechanism that was my co- I can still I could still go and train and box obviously I know this I know I am back in the gym now but I've got to think of, I've got a little boy uh, yeah, I mean, uh, you, you, that, uh, we all sort of fell in love with him last last year at the sports awards because yeah. he was he was with you all the way, wasn't he? Awesome. Um, absolutely, he fell in to love him tonight. <laughs> he would be very welcome. Um, and but, he wanted him to take his cap off, but you won't ask Potsy, would you? No, won't ask Potsy. Um, <laughs> but at the end of the day, your son needs a mother. A hundred percent, and. You know, I know I'm his role model, um, and I, I listen. I'm proud of what I've done. I became Commonwealth champion. Did I ever? Did I ever ever think I was going to box professionally? No, I didn't. Um, and like you said, this year has been absolutely terrible. It's probably one of the worst years I've had. Everything that's happened, but it's looking up. 
because you, uh, <laughs> I, I, I can remember doing an interview with you in here, and you were saying that because of your own personal uh, issues with anxiety and what have you, that it was only boxing that, that kept you on the straight and narrow. Yeah. And I, I, I was really uh, not heartbroken. I, I don't think that's the right that's the right word whatsoever. But I was really concerned. When I heard you packed in boxing, because I thought, "Oh no, she's going back to that old stuff again," you know, like sort of. But if if, if you can actually train and get the adrenaline and the endorphins, then that's that's, that's, that's still going to work, isn't it? You know, it's it's one of them. I think for a lot of people, train. I think being in the gym and going to the gym, it is a release for a lot of mm, people mm. who actually do train. Um, you know, so yeah, I'm heartbroken. I'm heartbroken. Yeah. Um, but. You know your health's got to come first, especially when you got you've got children <coughs> there. Yeah. So, you know, like I say, we we will look at the more positive things that are happening. And yeah, but we <laughs> finish the chips now. <laughs> <laughs> want chips? Want chips? <laughs> All right, okay. But, 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 it's a healthy meal. <laughs> but, but, but basically, if 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 you if you got that gym <laughs> environment around you, then that's that's got to help, hasn't it? Yeah, that's it, and. Having the right people around you. Yeah. I, I had too many of the wrong people yeah. around me. The wrong, you know, you just you don't need that negative energy around you. Yeah. Um, so, you know, who knows? But I, 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 I was at the gym the other night and I was on one machine for nearly an hour and then it ran out of my husband. <laughs> 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 so I'm going to the gym last year. I've got my gym partner waiting in the car. Let's <laughs> put it down. He's not really the gym partner. I say that's a new name, but there you go. <laughs> um, <laughs> Carl, I mean, knowing Carl as I know Carl, you've had nothing but 110% support all the way through this. Yeah. I, you know, me and Carl, obviously, me and Carl was friends before I started boxing for him. And. He was honest. He was honest. He says you can take this other test. It's this much money. Um, I had to do it one time. Your pat. If you pass, you can box again. We'll get you out. But he said, take some time. Think about it. Think about what you want to do. And you know, and, and all all the scenarios. And I did. And I thought straight away, yeah, I'm going to go do this test. But you know. It's just, it, like I say, it's heartbreaking. But with everything else that happened, I thought, wow, life really can be too short. Mm. And so much happened this year. And I just was so down after Grace died. I mean, I didn't come out of the house. I, put it this way, I even had, I had a reading done and stuff. And a lot of things come from that. But I was sleeping on the sofa and I was drinking a bottle of wine a night. I don't even drink. I don't even... He says but that. it was the only thing to get me to go to sleep yeah. because I could not sleep. I could not... I'd be, four in the morning, I'd be sat there and I'd just be like, she's gone. She's gone. Look at a picture of her. Like, she's actually gone. Like, I'm not going to see her again. Yeah. And I just couldn't get my head around it. I felt guilty because I'd not seen her. I thought, all because I lost a fight and I didn't want to come out of the house. Yeah. But yeah. you learn a lot about people and depression and everything else. But, you know, someone's put a smile on my face now, so I'm hoping my the, life's going to get the better. The corner. 
as has been turned. <laughs> if you had a box again, of course you're going to obviously you're going to walk out to Amazing Grace. I mean that was hundred percent. Hundred percent. You're going to walk out to that. Um, there is a GoFundMe page. There is. Would you like to? Um, yeah, it is on my Facebook. Um, it, but yeah, it goes for me. It's Grace Brocklesby. Be graceful. And obviously, we are raising funds to make a memorial garden for Grace. Um, so far, going really well. So, if anyone wants to donate, even if it's a pound, you know, it will be very much appreciated. And the garden will be there for anyone to use. Like we say, we're not just doing it as family thing. It will be a nice place for people to trying to keep it natural as well. Just people go sit and. Have some thinking time. www.gofundme.com forward slash Grace Memorial Garden. Um, go on to it. You've, Nina's been very brave tonight. Um, she's come in and she spoke openly. We're a couple of strange old men as well. So that's, uh, <laughs> that's Don't go much stranger than this, kid. <laughs> I'm going to try and get hold of Megan Williams next because um, it was a big weekend for Suggy's Gym. And... Um, after that, I want to just mention a couple of young ladies that's starting on a boxing career, um, Lauren Workman and, and Chloe Davis down there, and just just see what advice that I can that Nina's going to give and I can can pass on to them. Can't get hold of Megan at the moment. I know she's um, she's training tonight, so um, let's just um, if she rings, she rings. Um, if not, we'll catch up with her another time a couple of quick messages really i just had one in um gary edgington very inspiring young lady there she spoke very eloquently so well done thank you, you very and, much. and that is all the way from devon oh thank so, you so thank you for the message gary um must be an old message if you put young <laughs> a, a story that you are pushing it tonight um a story that um i'm gonna send the boyfriend in <laughs> <laughs> a story that we've mentioned and you would like to turn into a film is, of course, is the Victoria Lyon story. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we have followed Victoria since that, that car crash and one of the most, probably the most amazing young lady I'll ever meet in my life. <laughs> um, it's another big day for Victoria today. She passed a driving test at the first attempt. Oh, blowing heck. So... <laughs> Is there any end to, to the Victoria Lion story? Uh, it, it's just, uh, it is absolutely astonishing what that what that young girl what that young girl has been through and what that young girl can can produce. Yeah. So, so well well done, Victoria. Um, I, 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 boxing is not my favourite sport. I mean, I think everybody knows that you know Tony is the. Is, is the one that is is keen on 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 boxing it's not my it's not my choice like punched, it's, no? it's not no, oh no <laughs> too pretty for that it, it's, it's not my it's, it's, it's not my choice and, and and i've always yeah with you they're right and, and <laughs> I, i'm possibly old-fashioned but i've never sat easy with a lady and a girl in a boxing ring uh, and yeah okay uh, that's me being an old friend no, that's, you that's, know that's, but it, it, i don't you know I, I mean how somebody as pretty and as nice as you can get in a boxing ring is beyond my is beyond my <laughs> comprehension i mean i'll, I'll say what i think is beyond my comprehension completely but you do and seeing the stories seeing the pictures looked at it 
absolutely fantastic what what you have achieved and the world of ladies boxing is like a lot of ladies sports it's going forward at a tremendous oh, a tremendous yeah, rate of knots and i was lucky enough to do um cover a couple of the home shows at, at suggy's gym with and um they've introduced us to i mean i know chloe since she was a baby right chloe davis who is now training with the england squad i think she's possibly 11 12 years old okay uh, and lauren workman the same they're starting out on on their boxing career and we've seen them from the first time they went into a ring tony and i saw them and you know we went home thinking no this is not right they shouldn't be in there they looked absolutely scared stiff and they both have turned into positive charming uh, if i said the word forceful it'd be meant in the right way ruthless ruthless <laughs> young ladies so w- w- what they're achieving is absolutely fantastic and it's made them both so much stronger people so maybe there is a space i mean with the boxing for obviously everyone does something you know you could just enjoy it um but i think with boxing on the women's side of things yeah you know we're not all sweet and innocent some of us have an aggressive side and it might need to be tamed <laughs> um but as well like i always say combat sports they can be used for so many different things you could be good at a combat sport but it's the, it's your heart that's in it your mm. heart's got to be in it you cannot get in there and fight in front of a crowd of people and not have heart for it you got to have heart for the sport um but like i said to you guys earlier it got me through some of my hardest time even as an amateur boxer it got me just got me through got me through times and um, so i used it like you know it was like my medicine going to i'm fighting and you know i did get in, like when i was younger i got in trouble at school and i was like you know tomboyish as they call it um so maybe boxing for me it did level me out it calmed me down and i didn't get in trouble you know i, I kept it for the gym um and i think that's the case with a lot of ladies who do it now and I, you know sometimes like you say you look at it and it doesn't look right us being in there and i fully get that because when i watch my friend do boxes i hate watching her i hate it i hate when she's getting punched in the face i'm like <laughs> i hate it but i get in and then i sit down and i think god this must be what it's like for my mum <laughs> like my mum sits there going oh god i don't want to watch her <laughs> um but uh, you know just to them ladies there just enjoy it and ju- yeah just enjoy every moment enjoy it train hard and protect yourself at all times and i think i think what <laughs> the, the problem that me and mick have got <clears throat> is that mick's got a daughter that he loves daily i've got two daughters so we haven't got any sons that that we can say yeah get in there get yeah. clobbered and, and and so we look at it from the dad's point of view or the, or the mum's point of view and 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 and, and think oh, no way but as a boxing fan if it's someone else's daughter say get in there smack a girl you yeah. know and, and it's, it's just a, a du- i think it's just du- because standards, you, isn't it? you know come on fighting we don't you don't want your girl to be out there fighting you wouldn't expect your girl to come in and go 
instead of fight down the street with you know mm. but you would your boy you don't expect your boy to go and fall out with so and so we've had a f- fight at the park it's just not what we're used to but I do believe it's becoming more yeah, more yeah. noticeable and you know it's not it's being normalised yeah and I think with me and Mick as well it's an age thing it is an age thing yeah. it, it is an age thing but we again, should I'm, be in pretty dresses and pink shoes more or less but mine don't okay my, <laughs> No. <laughs> Mine never has. She was coming to football when she was four year old, and and, and and I've seen her down down the riverside in Newcastle at two o'clock in the morning. So it's, you know she's taking all comers exactly. on. So you Come know no, she'd have been quite all right in the ring. Um, <laughs> serious head again. Um, it's been an awful year for you. Terrible. It's been an. If I had a What's little, it been like if for, a little rock that I could climb under, I would have. What's it been like for mother? Because, you know, I mean, she's had everything from everywhere thrown at her. I mean, let, let's start at the end, if you like. Is she celebrating you're not boxing again? She's happy. <laughs> she was going to come and watch me, and everyone was very pleased because obviously I was going to do it more for Grace. My kit was going to be for Grace. I was going to change my song from Boom Boom. It's going to be Amazing Grace, and obviously I would have been out there with a lot. There would have been a lot of heart in that fight. Um, but my mum is. I know in the inside she's jumping for joy. Um, <laughs> but like I say, this year mum got diagnosed with COPD. Um, Grace passed away I ended up with head injury had a terrible other things going on in life but you know like I've said I'm smiling again now you're here and you're smiling and, I'm and, smiling again and, 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 <laughs> there's and, a reason and, so. and there's mum smiling M- mum's happy you know what um, there, there was an introduction over the last like week and the family are happy so we um we're we're on the up. <laughs> the the man's looking after me, so <laughs> I'm pleased. I, 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 I am so 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 pleased. Um let, let's just end this by repeating some of the things that we've said. If you know of anybody out there or or even if you're struggling yourself Nina's advice quite simply is just talk to anyone even if it is a message to someone please 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 do not sit there and suffer in silence don't do it because you will not get better and you you won't come out of it you won't come out of it so just just talk to anybody if you don't want it to be even if it's someone you don't even know I mean, it's probably one of the oldest. I mean, you mentioned TV. I mean, it's probably the oldest one. To, it's good to talk. Yeah, I mean the <clears throat> the hardest thing, and particularly <clears throat> in our uh, circles, in the in, in the football dressing room, you can't turn around to the bloke next to you and go, "I get these real panic attacks." I don't know why, because immediately ten people will be down your throat, absolutely battering you. Any sign of weakness in a in a dressing room environment, and you are dead. Wait, is, is it a weakness? Is it a weakness, though, to no, talk? But, 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 but any sign of, sort of you know, the, oh, he's, he's, he's worse off than us, and, and then people jump it's on It's with you. the mental health thing. Like, Frank yeah. Bruno's got an yeah, organisation, exactly. hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, that's his big thing. Frank Bruno's is his mental health. It's an organisation that he runs. Yeah. But, but, but the great thing is these days, you can actually sort of turn around and go, I've got a problem. Do you mind if we have a chat? 
and people would go, not at all, mate. Did, did you be fully surprised? I mean, with my niece passing away, the amount of people who've reached out, hmm. okay, you've not spoke to them for years, but yeah, are we yeah. thankful? It's yeah, been yeah. amazing, and the, yeah. the love and the support has been amazing. Exactly. You, we'll never get over it, and we'll, pff, it's something we've got to live with now. Hmm. The future for Nina is... I think fairly certain not going to be in the boxing ring but that doesn't stop you going down to Carl's it doesn't stop you training it doesn't stop you doing the things that you love but you obviously can't do the ultimate and have a boxing contest will you still be around the scene I'll still be around <laughs> yeah I'll still be around you can't can't get rid of me that easy. I've never tried so hard to get a guest in as I've tried to get you in. Uh, you know that you'd love having me in here. <laughs> We're just going to have to have me in on a different, different topic. <laughs> but but no, I mean, boxing just gets in the blood, doesn't it? And then you do. Yeah, that's you, what it is. I do. Stay away. I love doing it, and it's it. Keep, like I've said, yeah, it keeps me. It, it just lets go of all any frustration you got. I, I just I'm happier, but <coughs> I'll come to terms with it, and we, we'll move on. Um, but yeah, th like I say, things are looking up for me, and we've just got to keep smiling. You take the good with the bad. The most important thing now is that my daughter is like you, being some through some very bad times. She is smiling again, and the new man in their life my grandchildren think he's absolutely wonderful is that happening as well in your life it is good you know that that, that that is so important that has come along and that, like i say my son idolizes the guy already and um he's put a smile on my face you know and you always sit there and you say oh, i don't need no one i don't want no one you, you do, do you do you and do. you know i've let my guard down now and I'm happy I did. So, yeah, big thumbs up to to him. <laughs> We're going to meet him in a minute, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> he's now just got out of the car and running home. Run, he's run, he's run away. <laughs> big shadow going across the door. I don't know what it is. Nina, thank you. This will not be the last time we see you. No, um, of course it not. It will not be the last time we see you. I, I, I can assure you. I'll come back and terrorise um, you. Come back <laughs> but thank you for coming tonight. Thank you for coming in and... It's not easy to talk about what's happened to you in the last year. The point I wanted to make, and I have been making to people, this time last year it was a sports awards and she was absolutely on top of the world. Make the best of it because you do not. Don't nobody knows what's going to happen next. No. Enjoy your life. So, you know, and Nina, thank you for coming in. Thank you for talking. And the best bit of the whole night... I thought you wouldn't be smiling. And you are smiling. <laughs> and that is absolutely fantastic. Tomorrow night, pitch side Dave, Tony Smith, the birthday game, a look at all the football. But now, Doug All 60 Show and Andrew Channing to take you through the night. Night night. We